Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the two-game NBA main slate on Thursday. If you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple Podcast link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you are interested in signing up for premium content, I'll find it on Patreon.com, an esports package. It includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. If it's your first time watching or you're just not familiar with Prize Picks, there's a couple different ways you can play. So the original way is you take over under on fantasy points. So, you know, they will post fantasy scores, fantasy projections, and you can take the over or the under on them. So like, for example, Kevin Durant is projected for 55 fantasy points. Uh, and again, you take over under on fantasy points. Now they also have single stat where you can take over under on actual points actually like assist rebounds three pointers made and yeah they have a lot of a lot of players places uh, a lot of players posted for all of these so it's a fun way to play because you're not playing against anyone you're playing against the house and yeah going over some of these that i like so let's see i mean you, you gotta think milwaukee bounces back right <sighs> i don't know it just they they looked so so bad but this, this game is projected, projected to be super high scoring if it can stay competitive, right? You had KD uh, go for basically 50 and three quarters. You had Kyrie, I think, go for 40 and three quarters. Um, so, you know, there's, I would say I would lean towards just the group in general in this first game taking overs rather than unders, unless you think the game's a blowout again. But let's see, is there any anyone that really stands out in the first game? I would say these are pretty close to spot on. Um, maybe an under on a guy like Landry Shamit, just because it's Landry Shamit. <laughs> uh, I don't think he plays like a ton, like maybe 15-ish minutes. I mean, Blake Griffin, if he stays out of foul trouble, he should play 30-plus minutes. Don't mind taking the over there. He's been playing well. Um, and then I think I just got to plant my plant my flag with Giannis and hope he comes back strong at home. Uh, I think I want the over there and just pray this game can actually stay competitive. Uh, now with the second game, let's see. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is so bumped up to 47. I still think I would lean towards the over there with a guy like Mitchell. Now, uh, you know, one piece of news we have to keep an eye on is Mike Conley. And I think this, this is where the biggest edges in prize picks is capitalizing on news when it happens, right? So if like Mike Conley gets ruled out, you want to hop over on, on Clarkson and Ingles, right? Because those two guys get the biggest boost. Ingles will start and play over 30 minutes. Clarkson plays a little bit more, probably get a few more shot attempts. So, And from, from everything I've seen, if I had to guess right now, I would say Conley doesn't play. So, um, yeah, definitely eyeing the, the over on Clarkson and Ingles if, in fact, uh, Conley does get ruled out. So that's where I'm at right now, guys. Again, use the code DKDFS if you uh, want to try it out for a 100% match up to $100. Basically, you put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. Link down below. And finally, I just got to thank you guys again for all your continued support on uh, you know the, the DFS videos, the prize pick video today, um, the live streams on Twitter. Can't thank you guys enough. Uh, so if you do enjoy all this content, if you could hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, you don't want to go live. I will be live tomorrow. Make sure to check it out. Uh, I'll be sure to you know break down the slate again and answer any questions you guys have. 
All right, so before we talk about players and the prices for this two-game slate, we can look back and line up here from the showdown slate. So the showdown slate, I kind of just played more for fun, talked about it. You know, I didn't think there was a huge edge. Uh, so I left a lot of salary on the table. I left like 1500 on the table um, and, and just finished out outside the cash. But it is what it is. Um, I was willing to take some risks. So I went with the, the chalky, you know, Jokic and the captain, Booker, Paul pairing. Uh, but then went to Dario Sarge, hoping for some eight and foul trouble. It actually did happen. Uh, Aiden did get in foul trouble. Sarge came in, played a couple extra minutes. Um, he got one for 15 fancy points. Jermichael Green was a little bit dis- uh, disappointing. Um, I talked about this in the Discord. I get so tilted. I think I get Green versus Millsap wrong every single time. Last slate, I played Millsap. It was Green that had a good game. Today, I played Green. It was a Millsap that had a good game. This has happened every time so far in the playoffs. Like, I just could not get the Green-Millsap pairing right. Just a lot of bad variants. It's like uh, a little bit tilting, but it is what it is. And then I took the, I took a shot in a lower own Monte Morris hoping he could have a better shooting game. So I knew the, the one of 10 shooting the last night would lower the ownership. It did. Unfortunately, he shot like one of seven again. So uh, again, risk I was willing to take, uh, just just played more for fun. But we did have some some takedowns here. So this this makes me happy. Mark, another day, another takedown for him. He just seems to be the GOAT showdown player. Uh, congrats, uh, turned $360 into $1,400. Not a bad day at all. Uh, we had FanDuel 299 into 13,000 for Nadim. Congrats, man. I know you've been grinding it out. And Kyle with the takedown as well. Uh, this was the, the optimal lineup. It was Jokic, Booker, Paul, Aiton, uh, Millsap again, and, and Torrey Craig had another good game. Uh, Torrey Craig, revenge narrative for, for Torrey Craig. Back-to-back good games. So congrats to all you guys on the big, big nights. That makes me so happy. And let's get to this slate. All right, so Nets and Bucks again at 234 over under. The Bucks three and a half point favorites. The Bucks are three and a half point favorites. I want to repeat that. The Milwaukee Bucks are three and a half point favorites. If they get blown out tomorrow, I'm going to lose it. I am going to lose it. Uh, Clippers and Jazz a 221 over under. The Jazz are currently three point favorites. So we'll start with Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Once again, this is the game I want more exposure to. I think it just has way more upside if it can stay competitive. Now, again, James Harden's still out, so KD and Kyrie are the offense. And both these guys are going to play big minutes. They're going to play 40-plus in a competitive game. And KD went for 50 and three quarters. Kyrie went for, what, 40 and three quarters. I like them both here. I do. Uh, you know, KD does have the higher floor. He is a little bit more expensive, though. I don't have a super strong take on which one I prefer, but, yeah, I like both KD and Kyrie a good amount here on the slate. Both should play big, big minutes. And that's where the offense is going to be. It's those two guys. Um, yeah, so like them both in, in, in a high over-under game. Joe Harris at 5'7", just a price point thing, right? Just still too pricey. Um, he can still he can get there, but he has to have a really good shooting game because he's going to do nothing in the peripheral stats department. So not super excited about a guy like Joe Harris. Uh, but we're getting to some value plays that I do like for the Nets because they're going to run like an eight-man rotation. And Shaman and Claxton probably play a little off the bench, but not a ton. So uh, Blake Griffin at 4'8". I think he plays over 30 minutes. He played 26 and three quarters last game. He's been playing really well. Um, they, they need him out there. You know, they kind of need a big, bigger body to guard Giannis. He's been doing a pretty good job. I think Blake Griffin makes a pretty good value play here as long as there's no foul trouble. Bruce Brown at 4-2. Played 26 minutes again and basically three quarters. Um, I think he starts again and plays around 25 minutes, maybe a little more. So I like Bruce Brown for value. And once again, I like Mike James at 3-8. I think... You know, he probably hovers in the 25-minute range. He's a good offensive player, and he's priced below 4K. So James Griffin and Bruce Brown, I think, all look really solid here for value. 
Of the two other guys I mentioned, Shaman at 3K and not a great point for a guy. Did have a good game last game, but um, look at previous games. Five fancy points in 12 minutes, nine fancy points in 22 minutes, two fancy points in 19 minutes. That's the type of production he can give you. Um, even though he's uh, the Flatman 3K, I, I don't have a ton of interest. Would rather take the shot in Claxton. I think both play similar meds, and Claxton's the, the, the slightly better point for a guy of the two. So if I'm going to take a shot in one of these min price nets, it's going to be Claxton. But that's it. Everyone else basically just played in garbage time. So uh, let's move on to the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis said it a combo. <sighs> just praying this game can stay competitive because we know Giannis is a phenomenal point for a guy. Um, I do think the Bucks have to change up their offense a little bit. Like they're running a lot of like kind of Giannis at the point. I think their best offense is when Drew is the point guard. They run the pick and roll with Giannis setting the pick, and then he can roll to the bucket. That they should do that more. It worked a few times they've done they did it last game. They gotta do that more. Instead of Giannis, you know, with the ball and kind of everyone else getting out of the way. So uh, but yeah, back to back to DFS. Giannis should play close to 40 minutes here. Um, they are favorites, so knock on wood, this game should stay competitive. And, and we know he has high floor, high ceiling. So I, I do like Giannis a lot at the top. I think recency bias after that, that dud game last game because of the blowout, he might be a little bit lower owned than he should be. Um, I, I do have a good amount of interest in Giannis at the top. Now, with Middleton versus Drew, once again, I'm going to prefer Drew. Both were, were not good last game. Both were, were not great. Um, Drew, I mean, he shot 6 of 10. He just didn't do a ton of the peripheral stats, which is, again, a little bit weird because he, he was a guy that was getting, you know, double-digit assists in that Miami series. Um, I, I think, again, this game's competitive. He's going to play push for 40 minutes, um, like the matchup here. So I'm fine going back to Drew. Um, I do think uh, I, I prefer him to Middleton, and Middleton has been shooting awful. Now, if Middleton can get his shot going, he's a guy that does have upside. It's just 6 of 23, 7 of 20. He has been struggling big time here. So both secondary plays, you know, both number two and number three for, for, for the uh, Bucks are in play. Um, I think it's still slightly give that to Drew over Middleton, but it is close. Now, with Brolo, he's just not fitting well in this series. He's like out there, kind of looks like cement on his feet, can't move well. He's not knocking down a ton. Like, if he's not knocking down threes, he's not super valuable on the court because he's not really – He's not, he's not a guy, he's not a center that's going to like eat the glass, right? He's not a great rebounder. Um, he's away from the basket a lot. I don't know. I think the Bucks need to change it up a bit. But uh, with Brolo himself, assuming we get similar run, he should get close to 30 minutes. And I think he's a, he's a safer value play if he continues to get the, this, these minutes, right? Um, because he's a guy that can knock out some threes. Again, even though he's not the best rebounder, can probably, he'll probably get you somewhere around I don't know, six-ish rebounds. Um, maybe can, can get you a block or two. So I, I think Brolo's a fine value. I'm just talking about in general what the Bucks need to do. Like if I was the coach, I would maybe play Brolo less in this series. Uh, but that, that, that's just me. Um, Bryn Forbes at 4.1K off the bench. We'd probably get somewhere around 20 to 25 minutes. Again, super aligned scoring. Never does a ton of the peripheral stats. He's not out of play, but, but definitely a riskier uh, value play of 4.1. Bobby Portis, again, didn't, didn't do much in 17 minutes, one for six fancy points. Normally, though, he's a pretty productive guy, a good point per minute guy. Um, I'm fine with him as a contrarian value play. Again, should hover in the 15 to 20-minute range. Pat Connaughton, 3-3, another lower usage guy. Probably hovers in the 15 to 20-minute range. Contrarian value play, sure, but I don't feel super good about it. And then you have another low usage guy in PJ Tucker that you know should hover in the 25 to 30 minute range. 
Uh, you know, they kind of need him out there defensively. But either way, KD has just been unstoppable. So, um, yeah, Tucker is playable. But if you play him, be prepared for him to play 28 minutes and get you eight fancy points, something like that. Right? That is the realistic floor for Tucker. He does not do much in the offensive end. And then Jeff Teague once again played, um, I think it was basically just in garbage time, right? I don't think he played any minutes when it was close. So, yeah, that's that's it for, for Milwaukee. Um, I, I do think they bounce back here, hoping they do for, for, my, for my sake. Um, but, yeah, I think the main three, the top three guys obviously look good. And then Brooke Lopez, I think, is a pretty safe value. The rest of the box is kind of like, everyone has a, a good amount of risk. Now, let's finish it up with the second game here, Clippers and Jazz. So, can we just talk... Can we talk about how the Clippers go from like a six-man rotation to an 11-man rotation? That tilted me so much. Um, but yeah, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, I think are more contrarian plays. It's a tougher matchup. Um, you know, they can still get there at their respective prices. But for me, once again, would rather get to the stars in the early game. So both Kawhi, Paul George, for me, more contrarian. Now, Reggie Jackson was in foul trouble, only played 17 minutes because of that foul trouble. I would still list him more of a contrarian play, but he should, I would think, get around 25 to 30 minutes. Um, with Morris and Batum, you know, Morris was the guy that they kind of stuck with, even though he did not have a good shooting game. Lost minutes, though, because they really extended the rotation, which is definitely downgrade to Morris. But I still think we should get around 30 minutes from him, which would make him a fair value. Again, Batum was the odd man out. He got axed his minutes, went down to 21 minutes, even though he played well when he was out there. Um, so that makes Batum definitely riskier, right? If he's only going to play about 20 minutes, um, he's not as good of a play. Ibaka's still out. One guy I do like, uh, assuming they go back to him, and he played well when he's out there, Zubac. And Zubac is a good point for a guy, right? He played 20 minutes. I think he's a good value if he gets if he gets close to 20 minutes. We don't have to get 20 exactly, but if he plays like 16, 18 minutes, I still think he's a good value because he's a guy who can block some shots, get some putbacks, right? So I do like Zubac here. It looks like they're going to they're gonna use him in the series as opposed to last series where he, he barely played. So... Um, Assuming we get some of the last game, I like Zubach a lot. Zubach a lot. Now watch Ty Lue troll us and, and Zubach get a DNP. Oh, I would be so mad. Uh, Rondo at 3-5. He got extended a lot because of Reggie Jackson foul trouble. He still didn't play great. You know, again, the previous two games, 9-10 minutes. So there is a floor of Mets for Rondo. I think he's a, a contrarian value play that I definitely have some interest in. Again, he got extended a lot last game because of some foul trouble. And then Luke Kennard. Went from basically a DNP last series to 29 minutes. And he shot well. Uh, now, the issue with Kennard is that's kind of all he does, right? He's not going to do anything in the peripheral stats departments. He's got to hit his shots, got to hit his threes. But if he's going to play big minutes, I'm fine taking a shot at him, right? We don't have to get 30. If we get 20 to 25, he can still pay off his salary. Again, though, has to hit shots to get value. And then Terrence Mann basically got a DNP, played eight minutes. Uh, and Pat Beverly, for some reason, got a little bit of run. I'm not sure why. Even Boogie Cousins. Even Boogie Cousins got a couple minutes there. Uh, but I, I'm not I'm not going to be able to get to any of those guys. So uh, let's finish up with the Utah Jazz. And Donovan Mitchell, I still like here at 8-9. Um, I mean, you saw already last game, right? No, he he didn't even have, I guess, the best shooting game. He just shot 16 or 30. But um, if, if Mike Conley is out, he just gets a, a big boost, and no one on the Clippers can stay with Donovan Mitchell. So once again, I like him a good amount here at 8.9K. I just, 
I can already see like a 20 point, 20 rebound, five block game from Rudy Gobert once I get off him. If he goes off tomorrow, I am going to be so mad. You want to tell me that this guy against a small ball Clippers team can't dominate? Again, I want to repeat myself, overrated. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you guys know I am like not a Gobert fan at all. Very much dislike this guy. He's playable. He's probably going to have a good game after I get off him. He obviously has upside, a good rebounder, can block shots, right? That's where he gets a majority of his fancy points. He's not a great offensive player, but he, he's still fine here. And I think his ownership will drop after that last bad game. Now, Mike Conley at 7K, if he does play, I don't have a ton of interest in him because I would be a little bit worried about him aggravating that. And we would see if he'd be in a minutes limit. My, if I had to guess, I would actually say he doesn't play. But yeah, monitor that. If he is out, then Clarkson and Ingles become solid players. Now, Clarkson, you saw the game. He started the game off like 0 of 7. Uh, still in for 27 fancy points, though. Should push for around 30 minutes. And again, he's not afraid to shoot the ball. So I'm perfectly fine with Clarkson there at that price. And then Joe Ingles at 4-7 should start and play, you know, about 30 minutes. He didn't have to do a ton because Mitchell just took over. You could say that about basically everyone else in the Jazz, right? Mitchell just, just took over that offense. But... Um, if Mitchell comes back down to earth a little bit, that, that's more usage for guys like Ingles, Clarkson. So Ingles and Clarkson, the two guys I'm eyeing if Mike Conley can't go. Bogdan, again, like I said, his role doesn't change. He's still a scoring dependent wing. Um, he's always in play, but has to knock down the shots. Royce O'Neal, um, he's been playing well in the playoffs. He has. Good defender, a guy that can kind of stuff the stat sheet. The price is up. I don't hate it, though. He has been playing really, really well. Well, I don't know if he continues this level of production, but I'm actually fine if you want to go to Royce O'Neal. And then Favors, I always mention him. He had a good game last game because he's a good point for a guy. In the larger field stuff, I don't hate using him because he can go out and get you up 15 fancy points in like 10 to 15 minutes like he did last uh, game. And then Yang at 3.2 probably hovers in, in the uh, around 15 minutes. Um, I think I'd rather roll the dice in a guy like Derek Favors, who's the better point for a guy of those two. But yeah, that is going to do it for the video today, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content, I would really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you don't upload videos, you know, live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream again, 5.30 p.m. Central. Make sure to check it out. I'll answer all your guys' questions as well at the end. Thanks again. Have a great night, guys, and I will see you all tomorrow in the live stream.